understanding sanctification and justification amen so uh, this is very important by now I will tell you why we talking about this amen if you don't understand these two things you will not be able to defend your position as a Christian. Hallelujah. Remember the Bible says we have got the accuser which is the devil. You don't need to defend your Christianity to people. But you need to defend your position to the devil. He wants you to doubt that you are the daughter of God. He wants you to doubt that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. The devil is the after preacher. He is after, he is the after preacher. After God tells you you are blessed, the devil will tell you you are not blessed. The devil will tell you you are a sinner. The devil will tell you you cannot make it. He always preaches after God. Even in the garden of Eden, he was the after preacher. So when you know your position, you will silence the accuser. And you say, I'm the daughter of God. I am the son of God. I know my position. Not in the church, but my position spiritually. As the son and daughter of God. When you become the son of God, people might not your position. But demons know your position. Satan know your position. And he will challenge your position. He came to Jesus Christ. And he said, if you are the son of God, you see, he was challenging the position. He said, you need to do something So you 
It's your position in the spirit. It's the son of God. So, where is your accuser now? Where is the devil now? Because you know your position. You see? So, when you know your position, you can place the devil to his position. Hallelujah. Amen. Satan is only strong when you don't know your position. But when you take your stand, he will flee from you. And what gives you your stand is the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when you talk about justification and sanctification, it's a matter of position. So, when God deals with us, the problem is with three things. And those things are the attributes of God. When we define God, we talk about these three things. These three things is a plan of salvation. So, what are these things? Is his righteousness. His righteous God. And his holiness. Yes, the Holy God and His glory. God is jealous about these three things. God cannot compromise about His righteousness, His holiness, and His glory. Hallelujah! And that's why when men sin, it cuts the relationship. He said, I love you. But for my glory, I have to cut you off. I love you. But for my holiness, I have to cut you off. I must make a way to bring you back. But not like this. So God's holiness cannot that's why he has to make a way for us to get back to his holiness. Hallelujah, church. Amen. God must make a way for us to come back to his holiness. And when we are in His holiness, His glory will be expressed. His glory cannot be expressed when we are not in His holiness. So, when God says He's bringing us back to His holiness, and when he uses us in his holiness, we are expressing his glory. Amen. 
Jesus. Amen. God bring us to His holiness. So that He can use us. God cannot use us until we are in His holiness. So God said, I must make a plan. 
to bring them back to my glory. It's not about church membership. It's not about to fill the church. It's about to bring men back to the glory of God. Every church, every preaching, every song must have one objective. Amen. Amen. To bring back people to the glory of God. My goodness. Amen. And you say, I'm going to make a process to bring them back. What is that process? Process Justification. Sanctification. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, how now to actually to But I will justify you. I will sanctify you. I will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's God who will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. So you understand? Amen. That is the starting point. That's where we start. Amen. the faculty of the spirit. My Lord Jesus. Jesus can sing a song, but as a Hallelujah. But if you are the son of God, you have a problem when, when there is no spirit. Because the Bible says, they that are led of God are the sons of God. But a religious man can continue with the service. Can stick to the program without the spirit. Hallelujah. But the sons of God that will stand still until they see God moves. Jesus said, when what I see my father do, that's what I do. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will never forget this lesson for the rest of your life. Let me give you the process. Romans chapter 8, verse 29 to 31. God said, I must come up with a process. Before you were even born, 
Before you commit sin, Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ who let us soak out. So, this is the same thing we can see yet. So, to share our food, Oh, we are putting the devil to his position. Rebbe Asata, we put on the high. Yes, for whom he foreknew, he also predestinated. To be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestinated. Those he also called. You see why you are here? He knew about you. Before the foundation of the world. And then he calls you. It's a process. And then he said, Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. This is the past tense. So, your journey here on earth, your journey spiritually, started by foreknowledge. The foreknowledge of God. When He knew you, how before time. That's where you started. Mm. I knew my son. Before he was born. I planned his life. I bought a bed where he will sleep. He was not there. But by foreknowledge, in my mind, he was already existing. So he did not start when he was born. He started when he was a thought in me. I carried him with me. But there was a problem. When he is in me, I cannot talk to him. So he had to be born. So that we can have a relationship. I'm talking about you and God. You were in him. But you did not know it. You could not talk to him. He could not talk to you. But he loved you before you existed. He said, before you were conceived in your mother's womb I already made you a prophet I 
Amen. That's why Paul said, What can separate us with the love of God? Hallelujah. So, I want us to talk about this. What is justification? Hallelujah. Justification is to be made right by God. God must justify you. Remember Paul said that we were what? Fornicators, adulterers and all those kinds. Drunkards. Can you see that? And he said, give us a good second justification. He said, the religion towards Amen. And then God justified us. Check this. You did nothing. How you you are still a drunkard. You are still a liar. But God justify you. So it's not what you are doing. It's what you are becoming. Can you see that? Amen. Maybe the adultery. I will come But you see an adulterer. So unale papa mbagensan twewe yeza ntole nyona. Ohona mutwa usitsotsi. Ma hawo litsotsi. Hawo shokali lungu mutu. Amen. Kisa ulinsona. Amen. Kayifumana bara twewe. But we are looking at the fact that he is justified. 
So when you become justification means that Jesus has become a sinner and you have become Jesus. So when you are a Christian, you need to live a changed life. I said, no, we don't live a changed life. We live an exchanged life. You gave Jesus your life and he, he, he gave you his life. When we preach to people to come to Jesus, they say, Yo, I don't want to change. You don't have to change. You can't change. You just need to give Jesus your life. Amen. He gives you another label that you are the son and the daughter of God. Justification is not forgiveness. Justification is not forgiveness. When you take something that belongs to me, how can you and then it hurts me. But then I decide I want to forgive you. Does it change the fact that you took what's mine? No. I forgive you, but you still have you still took it. Doesn't change what you did. But justification means I have forgiven you and I am taking as if you never did it. So to God you were never an adulterer. You were never a sinner. Because your sins are thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah. Can you see that? That's how God justifies you. It means you are accepted by God. It's your position as a believer. You are justified. Amen. Let's take a practical example. It's hard hard for Christians to believe in justification. Hallelujah. Especially when we see Hore, Banza is a different I don't think God has forgiven this person. Especially when they come amongst the mature. They still struggling with some sins. You look at them and justification means you must not see what they are doing. 
Mais on a marché, on a donné tout à fait son aimé, parce qu'on a bon à se passer. C'est tout. Human nature cannot. Et that's why it's difficult for the mature to live with new Christians. Amen. But growth is a process. When I just, do men and fellow of God has justified this person? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 15, verse 22 to 24. I will read quickly. This is when the prodigal son was coming back home. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember, he squandered the wealth. He disrespected the father. Now he's coming back home with nothing. Not only nothing, but he is also dirty. He is unworthy. Don't you feel unworthy sometimes? That you know what I've done is so bad, I'm so unworthy. That's why when he called home, he said, Father, I don't want to be your son, I want to be a servant. Bring forth the best robe to put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. The best robe. This person is dead. This person is thinking. The father does not say he must go and bath. But he put on the robe of righteousness. Oh, love of God. He covers all our sins. He did not ask the son any question. But he just said, I am glad that you came back. No matter how dead you are, it does not change the fact that you are my son. Nothing will change the fact that you are the daughter of God. Hallelujah. Amen. No matter how unworthy you feel, he said, bring the fetid calf and kill it. Let us eat and be merry. For my son was dead. But now he is alive. He was lost. But now he is found. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, bring the fetid calf. What is that? God blessing his children. I know they are sinful. I know they have done wrong. But I want to 
Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And let me tell you where the problem is. Most of us, we don't move from justification to sanctification. A Christian must not stay too long in justification. Amen. We are not made to stay in that state. In justification, we are accepted, but sanctification means we are usable. God can use you to manifest his glory. Not only for you to receive the blessing and healing and all those things. But for God to use you to manifest his glory. So in sanctification. God will touch you. You see, in justification, what and nobody touched. But when it comes to sanctification, God say, now I must wash you. I must cleanse you. And we have the church today that love justification, but they don't want cleansing. What is sanctification? It means to be called out, to be set apart. Hallelujah. That's what sanctification is. You, you now come to a point where you leave those sins. You are separated from the world. You become a true son of God. The prophet say, now the last spirit leaves you. Amen. So we've got problem today. People want God to use them, but the last spirit is still in them. They are still lasting to the things of the world. In that way, they are not usable. Moses was born a deliverer. He was smart and educated. But God could not use him until he met a pillar of fire and he was sanctified. He was cleansed by fire. God could not use Paul. Educated he was until he was cleansed, sanctified by the fire of God, and he became holy. He started to preach the truth, he became the vessel of God, representing God. What will sanctification do? It will cleanse the intentional sin. It 
Because you don't want to come to maturity. So let me be silent. And when he is silent, and you are sick, you will seek for his face. Back to sanctification. Let's read the last scripture close. But only by the and then we close. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 8. And he said, That is the reason that many of you are sick and weak. And quite enough of you have fallen into the sleep of death. While Can you see that? When God tried to deal with you in silence and sickness, and you still don't see that God wants you to come back. And death comes. That's the reason many of you are sleeping of death. I want to leave you with verse 31. Paul is advising the church, for if we search and examine ourselves, Yes. King James Vision said, if we judge ourselves, then we should not be judged and penalty decreed by God. So, but when you fall short and you are judged by God, you are being disciplined and chastened so that you may not be condemned with the world. My friend, so God say, I'd rather discipline you now because I don't want your life to end where the sinners will end. Hallelujah. So, sometimes we, we say it's demons. When it's not demons, but the dealings of God. God wants you to come back to your position. Amen. And you will see when you come back to that position. 
blessings will flow in your life. May God richly bless you tonight. Amen. Let us thank God.